from the book of Daniel, third chapter, 16 through the 18th verse. Let me uh, consider, let us consider this. You behave like you believe. Did that go over your head? I said, you behave like you believe. If you don't have strong belief, your behavior is not going to be strong. Well, I love the Lord and I pray, but you don't come to worship. So you behave like you believe. For a minute, for a minute, just, just think about what you do. I, 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 I'm not saying what you should do. Because everybody got some lip service. I'm saying think about what you do when you are faced with a fiery situation. I'm, I'm going to give you a few minutes. I'm waiting. While you're thinking about it, be honest. Just be honest. What do I do when I'm faced with a fiery situation? I, I know the appropriate response. Well, I give it to the Lord. I don't want to hear that. Because if you give it to the Lord, you would leave it there. And you wouldn't complain about it to your brother or your sister. So I don't want to hear that. I want you to be honest with yourself in terms of what do I, what do, I do? When I pray about it, do I really pray with conviction? Or do I, am I just going through the motion just hoping and wishing God going to bless me? Oh, uh, see, I know we just got through singing. What, what do you do? Do you do, do you pray with conviction? Do you leave it with the Lord? Do you start reaching for answers to try to help God out? Now, I ain't talking about, say, you know, what you can do, you need to do that. Let me give you a little earthly example. You know, if you say, Lord, send me a loaf of bread, and you at the house sitting on your porch in your rocking chair chilling, playing games on your phone, but you just wailing before the Lord, send me a loaf of bread. That's not with conviction. At the least, you can go looking for it. I'm going to knock on Deacon William's house. Deacon William, you got a loaf of bread? No, I don't have. I'm going to like on Deacon Sutton, but, 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 but wrong. But so, I I'm going to get up because I asked the Lord to give me a loaf of bread and he going to, I got enough faith that he going to touch somebody. But if you see a loaf of bread walking down your street, 
And that's seemingly what a lot of folks are hoping for. Faith with action moves God. James said faith without works is dead, didn't it? Being alone. So what do you do? What actually do you do? Well, I, I think I, I, I'm down and I think I'll go to church today. Well, uh, again, I ain't seen you in a while. And soon as God give you a piece of blessing, you gone again. Are you really trusting God or are you behaving like you believe in? You don't really believe God is going to bless you because you've been such, so ugly, so unfaithful, so uncommitted. So you just hoping and wishing. That's what that is, hoping and wishing. God, please have favor on me. But when you got the confidence that you have done what you can do, and you believe in a holy and righteous God, you ain't scared. You, you're, not, you, you, you're not scared because you're going to stand right there. Now, you got to understand it's the devil's job to pull any conviction out of you. It's the devil's job to damage your faith. It's the devil's job to direct you from the Lord, not to the Lord. But see, a real child of God, every time the devil gets busy, it pushes closer to God. So what do you do? Am I really praying? Am I? I don't care if you show up here every Sunday on time, pay your tithes and offers like, like clockwork, Bible studies, Sunday school, Whatever else you want to do, trials and tribulations is still going to come down your street. You're not going to get away. But the Christian thing to do is say, okay, the Lord allowed this. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Now, that's if you haven't done anything to cause it. You know, we can bring things on ourselves. But if you know you are innocent of that charge... You just say, Lord, allowed it for to bless me. Uh-oh. He, he, he allowed it. He allowed the children of Israel to go into captivity, didn't he? It wasn't because he had anything against them, but he allowed it to bless them. Reason why a lot of folks don't say, man, they don't believe. And they not want to agree to something they don't believe in, even though they hear every Sunday. You don't believe. Because you act like you believe. Okay, let me give you another air flare. It's cold out there this morning. I didn't see nobody come in here with a tank top and short pants. Because you believe that you might get sick if you was not properly dressed. Am I right about it? You believe that? You believe fire is hot and ice is cold? 
Am I right about it? You believe that? So why are you worshiping and praising somebody that you don't believe in? Because we're going to see a strong example of uh, action and not lip service. The churches today are filled with people just talking. Just filled, just packed. Coming and shouting and praising and they don't believe. Let something happen. Then. See, I, I tell you so often, I, uh, 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 everybody in here who owns a car has a spare tire. And you believe that spare tire is good. But you cannot verify it's good until you put some pressure on it. It might look good. The tread might look unworn. But that don't mean nothing. It might be dry rotted. But once you put some pressure on it, then and only then can you say it's a good spare. Well, what about your faith? I don't want to hear nothing about you got in faith and you ain't been through nothing. How you know you got faith? How you know? Oh, it's the right, it's the appropriate thing to say in church. I got faith. But every time I see you, you're whining and crying. Pray for me, pray for me. One prayer I'll do. I need the whole church to pray for me. And you haven't prayed for anybody. And you'll lie and say, I'm going to pray. Everybody in here has lied about praying for someone. I'll be praying for you. And you never have gone down and petitioned God to come see about that person. Never. And, and, and when you see him again, you know, I've been praying for you. You lying. You lying. You lying. That's what you're supposed to say. Because you're a student of churchology. And you know church language. And you know church behavior. But you're a liar. Now run and, now run and tell that. See, 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 here we are. Here, uh, you know the scripture, or you should know it. Uh, is God had to remind Israel, you minds. You didn't choose me. I chose you. You are minds. And he's saying the same thing to us today. You didn't choose me. Well, I joined the church. That wasn't choosing Christ. Because you knew that was church protocol. Some folks been in church 20 years and don't bit more have no faith in a June bug. Because you behave like you believe. I often say what you're doing is so loud, I don't hear what you're saying. It's time for action. Somebody say action. God wants action. If you believe, act like it. 
You know, here's some of the, here's some of the, until God gave me uh, a title for this message today, here's some of the things that I was exploring. Trusting God with your life. Do you really? Or do you complain when something comes through that don't, that's a little uncomfortable for you? And you can't imagine such a loving God to let this happen to you? Who you think you are? Wouldn't it be a tragedy if God treated us like we treated him? See, God already foreknew this. And that's why he put in his provisions grace and mercy. Somebody ought to be shouting because of grace and mercy. And then somebody may say, thank you, God, because I knew better, but I haven't done better. I just haven't done better. I've been, I've been wishing and hoping all this time and didn't even realize it. <laughs> see, see, God told Israel, I, 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 you, you, you belong to me. And, and don't get it twisted. You belong to me. Amen. Do you belong to him? Look, 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 let's look at our scripture here. Let's look at our scripture. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered. The king said, now, if you don't bow down, and I'm doing the short version, if you don't bow down, if you, when you hear the cymbals, when you hear the horns, the butt sack, when the harps, when you hear them, bow down to the golden image that I have put up. Bow down. Anybody not found bowing down will be thrown into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. Now you know. It's the same thing whether you know it or not. Quit bowing down to the enemy. Quit bowing down to your own situations. Quit bowing down to your circumstances. Because, see, that's not worshiping God and that's not trusting God. You're trusting yourself. Quit bowing down. Because if you trust yourself too long, you're going to be thrown into a burning, fiery furnace. And then, oh, king, he said, and then the king said, uh, Shadrach, after he told him that, he said, uh, uh, he, he, he said, Shadrach, Meshach, answer. He said, okay, we are not careful. In other words, we ain't scared of you. We, pastor don't make the devil mad. I ain't scared of no devil. Because I got something the devil can't help. Are you scared of him? Well, quit pacifying them. Look him in the eye and say, devil, get thee hence behind me. I ain't scared of you. Great is he that is within me than he that's in the world. I think that's in 1 John 4 and 4, somewhere, like, somewhere around now. Read it. It's there. Greater is he that's in than he that's 
Jesus said, you all belong to me. I paid for you. And not partial, not a layaway plan, but I paid in full. Now, why wouldn't I protect my own? Don't you protect your house? Because you paid for it. Or you are paying for it. It just makes good sense to protect yours. Don't you protect yours? Don't y'all protect yours? How much more would our Heavenly Father protect us with such a great investment in us that he wouldn't protect us and that he wouldn't provide provisions for us? Oh, that's all right. That's all right. I got to go through something to get a little higher. That's your attitude. Okay, Lord, I'm in something right now. It's uncomfortable. I don't like it. It's, you know, but uh, I know I got to go through something to get a little higher. Anybody trying to climb a little higher? Well, you got to go through something. Because every promotion requires more responsibility. You need to go through something. And if I was the Lord, I said, look at the ten times I don't already bless you. You see, you, you haven't gotten closer to me. You don't give me no credit. And I don't bless you already. You lied to me. You promised that you're going to do this, and you don't. And you're still coming, begging, hoping, and wishing. Uh, get, get, get away from me. Depart from me. I never knew you. Oh, I know it's tight, but it's right. It's right. It's right. It, so, 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 uh, uh, I, I, King, we're not going to even apologize. We, we're not going to make excuses. We're not trying to make it light on ourselves. In other words, we want you to know we are not worried about what you can do to us. You need to be worried about what our God can do to you. Somebody say, I ain't scared. I ain't scared. I'm not trying to be careful to answer you in this manner. Because now you want me to compare you with my God. Your God won't be able to, whatever. We know, we know, we know that real well. Just tell the devil, whatever. You know your God ain't going to come see about you, whatever. You know your God ain't going to deliver you, whatever. You, you know you finna go down and lose everything, whatever. The God I serve is able. And don't judge my God by what I'm going through. Oh, God, oh, I need to park there just a second because that's what most folks do. Some folks lead a church not understanding. Yeah, don't, don't, don't judge God. He's not that that you should compare with a man. God, wherever you are, he's still keeping you. All that thing God is doing is giving you a testimony. Every Christian, everybody that call on the name of the Lord needs a testimony. 
David had one. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of a death, I will fear no evil. Why, David? Because God is with me. And I ain't scared of you, devil. So, King, you can get mad if you want to. But we are not careful in answering you in this manner. What, what, what did he say? What did he, he say? He, he, what did he say? Uh, he said, if it be so, our God, whom we serve, our God, whom we, uh-oh, uh see, look, look, look. I'm claiming him as my God, and I'm serving him. It would be bad to claim him as your God and not serve him. Oh, come on with me. We serving him. God whom we serve is able. I want you to know that. Arthritis. I want you to know that. Back problems. I want you to know that way with children. Crazy friends. I want you to know that the God I serve, he's able. And get your eyes off of me and put it on God. He's able. Is he able? I, 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 don't, I, don't, I, I don't hear my joy. I say, is the Lord able? He's able to deliver us. Quit trying to be so selfish. You ain't the only one calling on the name of the Lord. You ain't the only one got a testimony. You ain't the only one that's been walking with him. He is able to deliver us. We're in the same church. We worship the same God. It's an us thing. The other day when Jesus was walking by and saw ten lepers, the Bible said they cried out. They, not one of them, not two of them, but all of them. We should be crying out this morning. Lord, deliver us. Because us got some issues. Us need a savior. Us. Somebody shout us. It ain't no me, myself, and I. Well, well, thank you, Holy Ghost. He's able to deliver me from this fiery. And then they come back and say, he will. That lets me know whether he let us burn to a cinder in this fire or he takes us out. He going to deliver us one way or the other. Why, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, he allowed us to be thrown in. I believe so he, we can see how he can bring us out. So you're not, you shouldn't be so fret of, of the lows that you experience in life. God is letting you see how he can let you down and pick you up higher. Somebody say higher. Now you got a testimony. Now you can talk about what you know rather than what you done read, what you think, what your mama said, your granddaddy, your, father, your uncle. Your, I know. 
Oh, I know. It seems like, given the answer that they gave, they knew who God was. Do you know who Jesus is? I said, do you really know? I say, you behave like you believe. Look here, look here. He kept respect for the king because he was the king. But he wants to straighten the king up. Now, don't think we're scared of you or what you can do to us. We're not scared of no fire because the God we serve, he controls fire. He controls fire. Can't you hear your servant calling on him the other day? After they had soaked up, soaked all the wood, built a trench around the altar, water was just flowing everywhere, and then the Lord sent some fire. Fire don't normally burn wet wood, but God has the fire. He can lap up water. The same God can put your fire out. Somebody today is burning because of something. What you burning? What's burning you? What's on your heart today? Something is heavy on you. It could be a multitude of things. But whatever it is, you need to know that God still have consuming fire. And that means whatever is tormenting your soul, God has the power to burn it up. But you got to believe that because if you don't, your behavior will give you away. See, folks will be all right. No, you want to stay in your shadows of lies. And I'm just lighting a light and exposing the roaches. Roaches are comfortable in the dark. But I dare you to turn on the light. They start scattering. Am I right about it? Now, there are some exceptions to everything. Me and Fresh Lady moved in the house one time. The, 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 the roaches had been in there so long that they were bold roaches. You come in the kitchen. Now, we moved into this not knowing because it was daytime when we moved in. But the roaches came out at night. These roaches were so bold that you could turn the light on and they just sat there and looked at you and said, Hey! Hey! What? Hey! What? How y'all? What, what's y'all name? Did y'all bring any snacks with you? Bold roaches. We got some bold roaches in church. Look you square on your eye and lie. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Raise your head up. Look at me. I, God has given me the words that I can give to you. But if not, okay, be it known. Understand this. If he doesn't deliver us, you need to know that we will. Somebody say, I will not. I, will not. I won't bow down to 
You, 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 you. Financial circumstances. Medical circumstances. It, relationship. I ain't going to bow down. I'm not going to compromise my relationship with the Lord because of you. You need to understand that. The devil's job is to cause you to bow. Now, if you know he came to Jesus and tried to get him to bow down, what about you? What about us? If you be. The devil already knew he was the son of God. He already knew if you be. If you be. If you be. Well, if you're such a Christian, how come your leg ain't healed by now? If you be, how, how come you having issues? If you be. You just tell them he's able. You need to stick around to witness how I'm going to come out of this. I'm not going to bow down, but you need, since you saw me in it, stick around a while, and you'll see me come out. Because the God I serve is able to deliver me. He's got, we just sung it. Don't make the song be a lie. What the devil stole, you just sung, I shall recover. Don't let the song be a lie. going to recover it all. You need to tell the devil, I ain't scared of you. I ain't scared of you. I'm not trying to be careful in pacifying you, hoping you'll go easy on me. I'm going to let you know that you need to know I ain't going to bow down. I'm not bound down. Because I know that's your mission to kill Steal and destroy. We ain't going to serve your gods. Now, you know what that let me know? Look here, look here, look here. And I'm almost there. Look here. Their answer showed me three things. First of all, that they had no doubt of God's ability to save them if he wanted to. Think about it. It was no doubt. I said no doubt. Of his ability to save them if he wanted to. Yeah, he could have kept you, but you wouldn't have learned nothing. See, I, I, I know from experience, I know from observation, I've seen it. If you always trying to keep somebody from falling, the one you're trying to keep from falling will never learn nothing. You need to fall on your rusty dusty to learn something from the Lord. You need to fall. Well, falling ain't a pleasant thing. I didn't say it was. 
but get ready to get up after you fall. Second, they believe he would do what was best in this case. It might be best for you. See, again, maybe because of your shallow worship, you don't have a real testimony. A shallow, uh, no testimony will result in shallow worship. Yeah, you know the songs. You know when to say amen. You know when to say thank you, Jesus, praise the Lord. Am I right? But no faith will result in shallow worship. Lord, do with me what you want to do with me. Because it's the best thing for me in this case. You mean everybody? No, everybody ain't going to go through the same thing. Your case is your case. Where you are is where you are. Don't put that on me. God is saying, I know what I need to do to bring your belief up a notch or two. Bring your faith up a notch or two. Let me simulate a fall for you. And the reason I'm simulating this fall is to let you know that somebody caught you. Because, see, a fall is designed to take you out. But when it doesn't, now you know the power of God. I've been jobless, broke. I've been without resources. And don't look to your family. Your family ain't your savior. Look to God, who's able. Well, look here, look here. Number two, I, I said number one was what? They had no doubt of his ability to save them. Number two was what? They believed that he would do what was best in this case. He allowed them to go in. And three, that they were entirely willing to commit the whole case into his hands, to dispose of it as he chooses. They were committing all of it to him. Have you really committed your issues to the Lord? Or do you have lip service and you take it right back home? When you leave it with the Lord, it might come up in your spirit, but you refuse to speak on it. That's what I mean. Well, I just can't think. It might come up in your psyche, but you know, the tongue, the, the tongue, the tongue, the tongue. When you speak, that's what happens. You put it into motion. I can think a lot of things, but keep my mouth shut. Because once I open my mouth, oh, y'all ain't praying. Once I open my mouth, words are powerful. You, you can say, well, in your mind you're saying, oh, uh, I know the Lord. Uh, I, I just, okay, self, settle down. 
settle down. Now, you're talking to yourself. Settle down. You, uh, you're worrying about something you have no control over. You can't heal yourself. You can't regulate your own mind. You can't turn sadness into gladness. So you say, okay, Lord, here it is. And you don't speak on it. You don't put it on Facebook. You don't put it on Twitter. You don't call your best friend up and say, child, let me tell you. Don't, no, no, don't, 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 don't do that. Because that lets me know that you're behaving like you believe in. You believe in your friend can do something. You believe in if you put it out there on Facebook, your hundreds and hundreds of so-called friends, one of them might help you. Has it happened already? It ain't going to happen. That's a facade. And it's mostly used for the devil's work. It wasn't designed like that, but that's what it has run into. Gossiping, talking about folks, putting folks down, throwing folks under the bus, throwing folks' business all over the world. And they just sitting up there grinning. You believing like you behaving like you believe. Well, look here. As I hear it to a close. I want you to know, King, I want you to know anxiety, uh, back problems, knee problems, financial problems, employment problems, children problems, marriage problems, relationship problems, and any other problems, we ain't bowing down. I don't care what it is. Look, 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 look if nothing else will get you, maybe this will. In the book of Isaiah, in the book of Isaiah, right after Songs of Solomon and just before Jeremiah, the 43rd chapter, some of you already know where I'm going. Watch here, watch here. And the second verse, God said to Israel you know Israel he said Lord that created thee O Jacob and he that formed thee O Israel fear not fear not for I have redeemed thee don't you know that you've been redeemed or have you accepted the redemption plan. If you have, you've been redeemed. In other words, something has been traded for your possession. That's what redeem. I, I tell you so often, when you redeem things, you, you, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me speak. Any of you cut out coupons? Oh, y'all too, too holy for that now, right? You got too much money. I don't cut out no coupons. I don't need no 50 cent off, no dollar off. Don't get thrown off on semantics. Okay? 
where you used to have to cut them off, they got them on your phone. Same thing. You still got to redeem them. Help us, Jesus. Help us. You got to trade them in to get their value. Well, Jesus redeemed you and me on the cross of Kara. He traded his life that we didn't have to die. Folks who don't accept the finished work of Jesus Christ is going to die to deaths. All you got to do is accept him and act like you trust him. Look, look here, what it says. Look here. 43 and 2. When he said, Oh Israel, fear not. For I have redeemed thee, I have called thee by thy name. I gave you the name Israel. You are mine. That's the message this morning. Jesus said, y'all belong to me. God gave all of y'all to me. Once I finished the plan, he gave you to me. And then he said, here's something that you can hold on to, and don't miss this. When thou passest through the water, I will be with thee. Because, see, water will drown you. Won't it drown you? I, I know my wife says she was in a situation one time that she went down two times, and she couldn't swim that good, and, 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 and all she saw was a hand reach down and pull up. God was with her. God said, when you're in the water, I'll be with you. When you're in any situation that will cause you to drown, I'll just look for me. Anybody ever been in drowning situation where it was hard to catch your breath? Anxiety was building up. You didn't know what you would do. That was water, and you was getting ready to drown in it. But, but he didn't stop there. He said, when you pass this through the water, I will, and through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. You know, rivers consist of moving water. Lakes consist of still water. Rivers are wash you downstream. I had enough things in my life to come, come through my life that wash me, that move me to some places that I did need to be moved to. But God said, he's going to be with you. He's not going to let the waters overflow you. Now, now, I hope you're reading this. He said, and when thou walkest through the fire, When you walk through the fire, I know, yeah, it's some hot situations. I know there's some situations that you don't want to uh, be in. But when you find yourself in those situations, know that thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flames kindle upon thee. No doubtless Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, no doubtless they was hanging on to this because they was in the fire. 
Not only were they in the fire, the king ordered the fiery furnace to be turned up seven times. That was extreme heat. That was the most heat that that furnace could stand. Bound them up. Now look here, look here, look here how, how, how uncaring the enemy is. You getting ready to throw me into a fiery furnace? What you buying in my hands for? Who I'm going to run to? What you binding my feet for? Why? You know why? See, the enemy knows the power of God. They've already told them, him, that our God will deliver us. So the enemy put extra stuff on you to try to get you to still bow down. They bound their feet and they bound their hands. That's why they had to be thrown in. If you don't, if you can walk, don't nobody have to throw you nowhere? The enemy don't want you to run. He'll restrict where you can go. The enemy don't want you to wave hold a hand because that might bring the power of God down. So I'm going to restrict your hands. And I got a better chance of taking you out. Be careful and don't let situation restrict your hands and bound your feet. You keep on coming, giving God the praise, worshiping him in spirit and in truth. Am I right about it? Keep on raising holy hands, giving praises unto the one who has blessed you from the very existence of your life until this present time. Just keep on. But look what happened. As I close, he said, I won't let this happen to you. In other words, it lets me know whatever situation you're in, just settle down and wait on the Lord. After you have done all you can do, it's out of your hands anyway. Am I right about it? And since he is the provider of provisions, trust him. Trust him. If he's your God and if he's your Lord, when things come up, trust him. He is a provider of provision. In other words, it's not known to you at the time of how he's going to deliver, but however he deliver, he's still God. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, God is able to protect us in the fire. But if he don't protect us in the fire, the fire burn us up. And he can call ashes back to life. Somebody ought to hear me today. He's able. Ain't he able? They knew that. It, it don't make any difference. I'm, I'm not going to bow down. I might end up in the emergency room. I'm still not going to bow down. I might lose what I got. I'm still not going to bow down. Because God give it and God take it away. I trust him to do what he needs to do in this case. 
since the Lord gave me a testimony, I see the difference in my worship. I, I said, when the Lord gives you a testimony, you won't act so cute in service. Am I right about it? Because he knows that you need to know him uh, for yourself. What mama told you and what daddy told you is all right. But until you have a personal encounter with our Lord and Savior, you're still wishing and hoping. Am I right about it? You still behaving like you don't even have faith. Just coming to the house of God don't automatically give you faith. Because the Bible said faith coming by hearing. And hearing uh, by the word of God. Am I right about it? If you want faith to stand in the midst of a fiery situation, the word need to be consumed. And when you are faced, it will show up. Won't it show up? It might say, be still and see the salvation of the Lord. Be still. This trouble won't last always. Be still. You're going to be a testimony. You're going to be a witness for the kingdom of God. Ain't he all right? Uh, ain't the Lord all right? Trust him with your life. Trust him with your children. Trust him with your finances. Trust him with your health issues. Trust him and he will show you what he's working with. He will. I said he will. He will. Is there anybody in the building know that the Lord will? Am I right about it? He's able. Ain't he able, son? Won't he bring you out? Won't he make everything all right? I know he will. Is it anybody over here? No, the Lord will. When I was in trouble, he came and see about me. When I was in the hospital, he came and see about me. When I was unemployed, I ate every day. I had clothes on my back, shoes on my feet. Didn't have a dime in my pocket, but I was alive. I was alive. I was alive. I was alive. Is there anybody in the building? Thank God for being alive. Yeah. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego got thrown in the fire. Am I right about it? 
God was in the fire. The old preachers used to say, God cooled the fire. I've never heard of that, but God is able. But fire is designed to burn, burn, burn. Fire is designed to consume what it touches. But the fire didn't burn them. Rather than he cooling the fire, he made us fireproof. Somebody in here is in trouble, but God has made you fireproof. You're not reacting to the trouble you are in because God has made you fireproof. Won't he do it? Not only did he make them fireproof, he burned up what will head them down. He burned the ropes off their hands, burned the ropes off of their feet, and they were walking around like they were in home. Ain't he all right? Ain't the Lord all right? What did you bring this morning that need burning up in the fire? What did you bring the fire this morning? Throw your troubles in the fire. Throw your doubts in the fire. Throw your in betwixt in the fire. Yeah! God knows how to burn up trouble. God knows how to burn up doubt. God! Won't he do it? Can he do it? Will he do it? Yeah! Yeah! Yeah. Ah, yeah. I know he's all right. I know he's all right. One Friday, they hung him on a cruel cross. One Friday, they stretched him wide, put him in a barry grave. But early. Sunday morning, he got up out of the grave with all power in his holy hands. When you believe, when you trust him, it doesn't make any difference what state you are in. I'm going to praise him. I'm going to praise him. I might be troubled, but I'm going to praise him. I might be between jobs. I'm going to still praise him. I might have a pain in my body. I'm still going to praise him. My car might be gone. I'm still going to praise him. Because he worthy. Somebody ought to say something this morning. I said he worthy. care who's looking at me and I don't care who hears me 
I'm going to praise him. I don't care what I look like. I'm going to still praise him. I'm going to behave like I know he's able. Start acting like he's able. Stop letting the enemy get you down. Am I right about it? Rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. Rejoice. Everything. Everything is going to be all right. Yeah. They walked out of the furnace. Not even the smell of smoke was on them. Not a hair was singed. Ain't God all right? Some of you don't look like what you've been through. Ain't God all right? Ain't he all right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know he's all right. I know he's all right. I know he's all right. Start behaving like he's able. Somebody asked just a few minutes ago, is there anything too hard for God? The answer came back and said, no. There's nothing too hard for God. God bless you. God keep you. Amen. Let's put our hands together for the word of God. Amen. How we behave should reflect on what we believe. Amen. Amen. Let us open up the doors of the church that have been open for a mighty long time. There may be someone here today that needs prayer. There may be someone here today that desires healing. There may be someone here that desires a closer walk with Jesus. Now is a good time. Now is a good time. Would you come today? Would you come? 